When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Ooh, we're recording. Hey, did Nick add the music again this week? I don't know. TBD. If he wants to stay in our good graces, he better have. Cheers, Jacqueline. Cheers. What are you drinking? Cheers. I am drinking. It's actually something. So I um, I have a wine subscription and they sent a box of wine that had the wine I hate the most in it, which thankfully I'm part of a wine subscription where they refund you if they see bottles you don't like. They sent oh, cool. a freaking Sauvignon Blanc, which truly to me is the butthole of white wine. I hate. Oh, I totally agree. I hate it. And I it's told not. them, stop sending this. And they're like, yeah, we won't. And then they sent four bottles. So thankfully they refunded <gasps> for that. But they sent some other white wine that I've just opened tonight. And it's a white wine I've never heard of. It's like German and it's called like, some it's in the fridge i'd go get it but i'm too lazy like vet liner some white wine like it's you know i don't even let me just google it oh cool uh, well while you google that i am drinking yes, um, i'm drinking a red blend uh my bogle my favorite chardonnay i'm drinking this that same brand bogle their red mm-hmm. blend. so i'm just having mm-hmm. a glass of that i kind of had like a busy day and I I don't know I like came home for a walk and I was like trying to like really unwind and I just came back home and was not feeling that way still so I was like you know what I'm gonna have a big glass of wine while we do the pot so same I yeah I just poured this and I'm so thrilled thrilled look at us okay you guys are probably wondering where our precious Claire is she had a work commitment this week and she's got a big girl job and she could not miss that work appointment and hey life just gets in the way so we miss her but she will be back with us next week um wherever she is we hope that she is having a fantastic glass of wine right now as she's listening to the pod but um Haley and Jacqueline are going to hold it down okay I just found this so I just googled the name of the wine and the type of grape it is called Gruner Veltliner Oh, wow. Yeah, it's an Austrian white wine. Never heard of this in my life. What does it taste like? It tastes kind of, I'm not as, you know, well-versed in wines like you are. I wish you were here to taste it. Maybe I'll bring, I think they sent two bottles. Maybe next time I see you, I'll bring the bottle. Okay. Just like, is it, is it um, like tart or sweet or? Pretty tart. It's pretty tart. It's pretty tart, but not dry. It's not dry by any means. Okay, good to know. We'll, um, yeah, we'll have to try it and give give it a review. Yeah, because let the company really know our thoughts. You know, right? We'll be like, here we go. 
Um, oh, wait, speaking of new beverages. Um, so I, uh, bubbly at Kroger, um, this week is three for 11. So PSA. Mm -hmm. So, um, I stocked up and one of the, I got, um, my normal flavors, but I tried a new one and it's coconut pineapple. Okay. Okay. Chandler, my sister-in-law, when we were on vacation a few weeks ago with my family, my mom brought a case of that. And Chandler and I, Chandler, just like you, me, and Claire, when we did our sparkling water taste test, LaCroix coconut is the supreme sparkling water. It is. Just as good. Just as good. Hot. Uh-huh. Coming in hot on its heels. Yes. Uh How do we not know about this? I don't know. It is being slept on. Uh, Coconut pineapple bubbly sponsor us send us cases yes I'm drinking, it, I'm drinking it right now it is so good it's so good. it's I would say it is very 50 50 coconut and pineapple like there's no not one out does the like, other it flavor wise and it's not obnoxiously flavorful either yum it's really uh, Okay. Yes. Y'all you got to try it. Yeah. I have, I need to keep an eye out for, I do most of my grocery shopping online now and get it delivered. And I, I need to look for that, like on Kroger's website next time I order sparkling water, because I just tend to grab every time I need to look and see if they have that in store. Yeah. I like, I don't, I don't remember. I was at Kroger last night, like literally buying groceries specifically to make dinner. And then I, for some reason, I like walked down the wrong aisle and saw the sparkling water and I was like, it's on sale. I'm like, well, obviously I have to at least buy a couple. Cause I'm always drinking these. I'm like, I don't have the option. I have to buy this. Yeah, totally. So. Okay. So tonight's podcast brought to you by Bogle Red Blend, some random bland Gruner Vetliner white wine. <laughs> New yeah, we're German now, so. And then um, Bubbly, thank you so much for your coconut pineapple variety. Yeah, thank Love you. Um, all right, well, what's going on? What's going on with you? What's new? Um, oh my God, okay. So I, I had this in my notes because I need to talk about this. So, Ooh. okay, well, so first this weekend, um, I went out of town. I went with my boyfriend to his hometown. His friends have like, his friend's family has this big, pig roast every year on like their property and they invite like all of their friends and their families and it's just basically like a big like outdoor party thing that was really fun and then we went to a concert in Columbus on Friday like on the way up there so that was a fun little weekend um and that fall like that to me would be like oh fall is here baby Oh yeah. And it was freezing. So it's just like, I I forget how much the weather changes when you just drive like four and a half hours North. Uh I was like, Oh wow. Okay. I needed to wear a turtleneck under, uh, my jacket. Got it. Like, like it was like that cold. (laughs) I'm just not ready. I'm, I'm feeling very resentful over the weather change. I'm just like, no, yeah. With the, yeah, driving north you're like oh okay it's already fall up here yeah yeah I'm more I'm still in the mode of like a tank and like a like a car like a cute cardigan or like a sweater over it you know I'm not in a turtleneck type of mind yet so that was a real shocker but okay so I have to tell you this so yeah. do you remember the past two weeks I've been like oh my god like I overslept again and I yeah. was like I slept through my alarm <laughs> 
Oh no, what happened? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I figured out why I've been doing that. What? Oh no. <laughs> okay. So I got these new melatonin gummies. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I basically have been overdosing myself. <laughs> Heck, what have you been taking? Okay, so I usually buy the Ollie brand and it's oh, like yeah. a purple one. And those, the serving is two, like two, and they're like really small little gummies. It's like two, yeah. and the two little gummies equals five milligrams. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I bought this other brand, Neutral, <laughs> because. Oh, like where I, yeah, like where the store I was at, like they were just out of Ollie and I was like, oh, like, I'm like, whatever, like those are fine. <clears throat> and it was the same dosage, just like, oh, five milligrams. I'm like, okay, cool. So I've been taking two, like I would take with Ollie. And um, for whatever reason, Sunday night, I just decided to look at the serving size. And I was like, why did I never think to look at this? And then it's like serving size one. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so you've just like, been. So like all those nights I slept in, I, I had taken 10 milligrams of melatonin. Mm-hmm, perfect. And your body was like, looks like we're sleeping tonight and tomorrow morning. <laughs> I was, I was shook I was like I cannot believe I basically have been overdosing myself on freaking melatonin I had no idea also I think this is just a friendly reminder to check the serving size on your melatonin before you take it because I don't know why I just I didn't think it was like a standard dosing yeah yeah like I don't like I I don't know I guess previously with other like gummy melatonin things like I've I've always taken two and then with like the actual like pill you just take one I don't know I just I never like I don't know I should have looked and I didn't it's cost me many mornings so I'm glad I figured it out because I literally was like is there something wrong with like I literally was like why am I sleeping in like this like I'm not I'm not a heavy sleeper at all yeah you're like not normal. And hey, last week we were saying, don't beat yourself up. Really, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> Jacqueline, you were on drugs. <laughs> oh my like, God. I cannot believe this. And I was like, I have to tell this on the podcast to give you an update is- that I've been drugging myself. <laughs> You're like, no, it's truly not my fault. <laughs> I never really <laughs> melatonin or anything like that because I've taken it before on like long flights when I needed to yeah. sleep. Other than that, I don't take it because I'm always afraid something like that's going to happen to me. Because I'm like, I know I'm not going to wake up tomorrow. Or if I do, I'm going to feel that groggy, like half asleep feeling the rest of the day. Yeah, I I feel that way too. So honestly, like the five milligram is literally like the max that I can take. Because if I take, obviously, if I take any more than that, I am like a zombie the next day. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, it and was you, just really weird. You yourself that that five milligrams is more than enough. <laughs> I more than proved that uh I all I need some five million too many I really like I don't take it every day but I do take melatonin not necessarily to like fall asleep or stay asleep but just because like I don't know what it is like some like at night sometimes like I'll just be like up like I'm just like I'm gonna watch tv and like then I'm I gonna can- like read for an hour and like I'm gonna vacuum and it's like what am I doing like why am I still up like, mm-hmm. I need to like 
relax and like go to bed. So, so like, so if I can feel that's that like restless, like maybe semi-anxious state coming on, I'm like, okay, I just need, it's like nine o'clock. I'm like, I'm just going to like take a melatonin so I can like start to relax. And like the second I lay in bed, I can like fall asleep and like whatever. Yeah. But that's know, really the only times I like take it. Sometimes at night, it's like, I'll get this second wind or maybe it's yes. like all the rest of my responsibilities are over and suddenly it's kind of like you time. And so it's like, kind of exciting. it's like, Ooh, now I can do all I want. You're not consciously thinking that, but all of a sudden it feels like I can do whatever I want. And you're just like ignoring the time. And then oh, suddenly yeah. on it and you're like, I have to be up in six hours. <laughs> it's, like, yeah, why it's, like, I- it's like, what am I doing? But why am I still awake? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's really when I I take it. But anyways, I'm glad I figured that out because I, I gotta be honest, I was getting a little worried. Yeah. You're like, (laughs) am I one of those people that's going to need like a bracelet that vibrates to wake me up? Shock you for people. No, I I sleep. I I sleep with my Apple Watch on. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Do you vibrates and it vibrates on my wrist? Yeah. Got to do it. Okay. But I saw a TikTok the other day that was like a girl said, like, can I have to not just vibrate? It literally shocks you. Very minor shock, but a shock enough because it's like, she was like, my brain just doesn't respond to sounds. And I was like, what? Whoa. Shock to be awake. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. Anyway. That is, that wow. Is so- oh my God. Yeah, that's intense. Um, yeah, crazy. So what's new? What's new with you? Sorry to overtake with my melatonin. <laughs> yeah. So, so speaking of meds, let's talk about meds we've been taking. Aww, I can, I'm only existing. I'm only existing today, yesterday, and the day before, thanks to Flonase nasal spray. <gasps> I just shot myself up before we got before we hopped on here. Is it not the most quality product on the market? If you're an allergy sufferer. Ever. I mean, it is amazing. I take Zyrtec every single day, 365 days a year. Me but too. in the spring and the fall, it's just not enough. And this past weekend, when I tell you my allergies, you know, when you have a full allergy attack and it's like you're sneezing, you have that weird feeling in your nose where you constantly feel like you have to sneeze. It's running, but not really. I was miserable. You're just like dripping and that's gross. Yeah. And then you're like wiping your nose or taking a Kleenex and you're like, I'm not sick. I swear. Yes. <laughs> and then my eyes itchy. Yes. And you're just like a pariah. You're just like, I look insane right now. So on Sunday and Monday, like I was just in a horrible way. And finally I was like, oh my, why have I not gotten Flonase? Cause Flonase yeah. is like the trick for me in the spring and the fall. I have to add that to my Zyrtec. So I went and picked it up at Walgreens on Sunday, shot up immediately. Oh my God. It's the only, I mean, it doesn't work immediately. It takes like 24 hours, but I mean, wow, world of difference. So, and this time I even bought the Walgreens knockoff brand. Oh my God. It like, does, doesn't work just as good. good. I was like, what the heck? So if anyone out there, I don't know where you live, but if you're in the central Kentucky area, like we are anywhere that has, you know, seasonal allergy, you know, tendencies, holla at Flonase allergy nasal spray, or in my experience, the Walgreens knockoff brand, that was like $13. Shoot it up twice, two sprays in each nostril the first week it says, and then one spray from there on out. Wowzers. It is amazing. Cause my allergies are Killing me. Oh, I have constant like nose drip and my eyes itch, and Flonase always solves both of those problems for it me. Does, I mean, I is, take a Zyrtec every day. You do take a Zyrtec every day too. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yeah, you're wrong. 
it should be enough. And then I'm like, no, it's not. Like sometimes it's just too much. So anyway, holla at Flo Nice. That's what's going on with me. Just busy. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, mainly I've just been focused on my allergy problem. <laughs> but I'm trying to look. <laughs> hey, when it's really bothering you, it's hard to stop thinking about it. It is because it's just like I can never escape the feeling of I've got to sneeze or the worst is when you feel like you have to sneeze and then it goes away and you're like, because <sighs> to me, there's no better feeling than a good sneeze, a good deep sneeze. Oh, love mm-hmm. it. especially when you've had the sensation to sneeze for a while and then you finally do it and you're just like, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're suffering out there, we feel you, we hear you, we sneeze with you in solidarity. Um, well, speaking of suffering. Yes. Um, there's a movie out there. It's not doing so well in the, in the box office. Okay. Tell me about it. The numbers they're suffering. It's called bros. Have you heard of it? Yes. Is this the Billy Eichner? Okay, because I read a lot of articles leading up to this talking about how groundbreaking it was and how exciting it was. And then, yeah, it's kind of bombed, hasn't it? <sighs> yeah. Okay, so um, so Billy Eichner, he it stars in it. Um, and he... Um, which I like Billy Eichner and his Billy Eichner. Yeah, me too. Like he, he's very funny. I am just not, you know what, where did those tweets go? Um, but so he said that, um, he basically, okay. So the, so the opening of this movie was this past weekend and it only opened at 4.8 million. Um, and then it said like Billy basically like he just sparked conversations about this movie because um, like once the numbers came in he said that um, you know like oh if this gay rom-com fails the audiences should feel obligated to make a trip to the theaters to prove that they want to see inclusivity so then like he continues tweeting and says um, that straight people, especially in certain parts of the country, just didn't show up for bros. Everyone who isn't a homophobic weirdo should go see bros tonight. Whoa. So then basically like, I mean, like everyone is just like, what? Like, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just a very weird situation because, um, I mean, like I've heard from people that have seen it, that it's good and that it's funny. I just like, it's hard to, for, to be this type of genre of a movie to be in the theaters when like movies recently, like Top Gun and don't really do- don't worry darling have come out like to me like those movies are more movies that you would go see in the theaters whereas like this movie I think personally would have been a great thing to it to like release on like Amazon Prime or like Hulu Hulu. and even like honestly like I think Hulu might even be the best place for it because Mm-hmm. Hulu, Hulu was a streaming service. They had like a, um, like LGBTQ, um, 
Christmas, like a holiday movie, like maybe last year or maybe the, maybe it was the year before. Um, and they had like that other like movie, Fire Island, that did really well. So like, I think that like, if this movie was maybe released in a different way, it probably would have been well received. But like, I don't think it's necessarily people don't, <laughs> don't like gay people. I think it's just like, I just don't know if in this moment in time, especially after post-COVID that people are going to like show out in ginormous numbers for um a rom-com yeah no no and I think I think you're exactly right like I think trying I don't like his uh, yeah I I don't like what he's doing I don't I'm and it's not been well received a great a great creator and yeah, this movie is cool. It's definitely breaking barriers. You know, I don't know if it's the first, but it's definitely, you know, a big box office movie that is a, you know, male gay lead romantic comedy, rom-com. You know, it is cool. It's definitely yeah. something that's seen. I don't know if it's the very first or I don't know how it's classified, but it's definitely one of the first of its kind. I think it's cool. Um, but yeah, it's just bombed. And so it's unfortunate, but then that sucks, but I do think a lot of it, it's not because there are homophobes. I don't think it's because people aren't supporting it. I'm like, there are plenty of gay Americans that I'm sure are so excited about this and straight Americans. I don't think that's it at all. I do. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. I feel like this just isn't a film that would, people got so used to over the pandemic, not seeing films in theaters and got so used to the comfort of seeing a streaming like this, I feel like would have exploded on Netflix or something like that. Like the new, you know, or but Hulu especially any of those all these um streaming services are coming out with new movies all the time that have incredible ratings sometimes better view more views than box office than if it had opened in the box office I think oh, this would totally, have done yeah. streaming and maybe if they go to streaming after this which I'm sure they will because everything does that now I bet it will have fantastic numbers yeah so I think you're exactly right on that, but I had not seen those tweets from Billy. I think that that is really not a good way to go about it and blaming the bad box office numbers yeah. on. And I can, I can see him um, maybe like tweeting it initially and thinking he's being funny, but like, yeah. you're not like, that's not funny. Yeah. It's just like, I don't even know. It sounds like he's just not wanting to own that. Like this movie, he's probably spent a lot of time and money on just and I'm reading here the budget yeah. is 20 million and it's only made 5.4 million at the box office, which that sucks. But yeah. to attack I'm pretty sure it was, and it was produced by um by Judd Apatow. And he did um he did uh The King of Staten Island with Pete Davidson, like it, that movie I think it was like released on Hulu or something like during COVID oh so okay. it's just like very interesting that um I just don't yeah I just I don't like this approach at all I think yeah blaming people and saying basically say yeah this is your fault it didn't do well and to prove who we don't know uh to prove that you're not against this content or that you want inclusivity go see it it's like no now you're just trying to make people feel bad in order to help your movie get more tickets so it's like no just accept it didn't agree in theaters let's hope it makes up for it in streaming i just i just think that's in bad taste yeah i think so i mean placing the blame because something like didn't turn out the way you wanted it to is just truly not the way to go yeah 
like, oh, I hate that. I mean, I'm down to see it. Like I probably, I, but here I'm a perfect example. I will not go to the theater to see this movie. No, same, I just, but I want to see it. Right. I saw Top Gun in theaters, but that was like a blockbuster that everyone and their yeah. brother was expecting. But even I saw that a couple weeks late. It takes a lot to drag me to the theater. And I think that is a product of the pandemic. I got lazy and excited. I used to seeing movies on my couch. I think there's a lot of people that way. And especially a movie like this, I'm like, yeah, I think everybody's kind of like, ah, I'll wait till streaming. I will watch yeah. this when it comes to streaming, but I won't now. And ew, yeah. Bros. Bros. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not crazy about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jack, um, speaking of movies, you sent it to our group text that you and Claire have the Lindsay Lohan upcoming Christmas movie. I'm pumped. Excited. What was the name of it? I, let me look it up real quick. We, um, oh yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. I think at the end of November. Yeah. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah. If you've listened to this podcast a while, you know, we're all obsessed with the Hallmark lifetime Christmas movies and, um, you guys have kept us up to date on that every year. You are, our listeners are so good about being like, they've dropped the new movies. And so, um, yes, Netflix chose October 3rd to drop more information about Lindsay Lohan's upcoming Christmas movie. Um, da, 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 da. Her Netflix film Falling for Christmas has Lohan starring as hotel heiress Sierra, a woman whose new engagement goes off the rails when she gets her skiing accident that leaves her with amnesia, Jacqueline. Um, it debuts November 10th on Netflix. Oh my God, I'm so excited. That's so much sooner than I thought. Uh, that's going to be awesome, November 10th. That's and then, so that's like a perfect role for her too. It is. I'm just like, I'm loving this renaissance for all the female celebrities we grew up with, the Paris Hiltons, the Jessica Simpsons, the Britney Spears, and Lindsay Lohans. That oh, I'm just totally. like, oh, baby, and I love this. So Falling for Christmas, Netflix, November 10th. Definitely going to be watching that. And then I can't remember, forgive me if you're listening, a viewer reached out to me and um, messaged me on Instagram this week and said, or maybe it was last week, it said, FYI, they just dropped all the Hallmark Christmas movies. There's one about corgis. A royal, <laughs> a royal corgi Christmas debuts on Hallmark on Friday, November 25th, Jacqueline. So on Black Friday, on Black Friday, a royal corgi Christmas debuts on Hallmark. Mm-hmm. she's literally writing it down right now everyone I suggest you do the same and go look at the full new release list of all the Hallmark Christmas movies but that is the one that I will be tuning in for with my corgi under my arm oh my god I cannot wait I know I'm like so many I love Christmas Hallmark movies <laughs> they're so good they're so good they're so, they're so silly so good. Like, you know how, they, they all end but like I don't know I just really like them they should do one that's like an outlier where someone gets murdered at the end. And we're all like, wait, what? It's like, a, like a Hallmark murder mystery Christmas movie. It should be like a Halloween Christmas crossover where it's a horror movie, but then it also ends at a cozy lodge in Evergreen, North Carolina or wherever they're going to set it in the fake town. And <laughs> a lodge on a Christmas tree farm. Always. They've all got those damn Christmas tree farms. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And corporate's trying to take over Jacqueline and this family will not stand for it. No, because we're homegrown. And That's we right. Don't, <laughs> we stay within family. No, this is our legacy. Oh, um, amazing. Well, so the next story um, that I wanted to talk about. Um, Lay it on me. Have you, okay, so Trevor Noah, two things with him. 
one, he's leaving the daily show. And um, my question for you and basically our entire audience is, do we care? Um, my other question to kind of add on to that is, does anyone like watch those nightly shows anymore? You know, yeah, okay. You know I, I don't mean? know. Yeah, I I think there's a group of people that do. The only time, and no hate on Trevor Noah, when I have watched, I think he does a good job, love his accent. I think he's creative. He came out with that great book last year, the year before. I think he's got a great story. The only time I ever watch The Daily Show is if I'm already watching something on Comedy Central and then it just comes on and I'll watch like the first 15 minutes. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah this show's on. I don't know if it's necessarily appointment television anymore. And I, again, I can't speak for everybody, but then also, yeah, those late night shows, I pretty much just watch clips the next day. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, the only time like I ever really like, I'm never like, oh my God, like, you know, this celebrity is going to be on, you know, Jimmy Fallon tonight. Like I've got to watch. Like I, I really don't like, I'm, I never really watch because I'm like, oh, obviously like I, if I really am interested in the interview, I can search it on YouTube. Or I'll watch the best of the clip on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, exactly. And honestly, if I'm really going to watch a late night show, I think if I had to pack, I think it would be James Corden. I know. And he can be kind of cheesy sometimes, but he seems to have, from what I've seen of the guests of all of the late night hosts, he seems to have the better pick. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the funnier clips like the singing in the car ones are always really funny so good so good like he is such a you know and yeah and so love that and then but yeah the Trevor Noah thing just kind of came out of nowhere honestly to me and yeah. it said he has been the host and this just shook me he's been the host of the Daily Show for seven years I was like where did yes, the seven- 2015 and that's when John Stewart left well we- and the weirdest part about this was that Noah Trevor Noah like met with um, you know, like the team at Comedy Central and like, basically they were just like, hmm, like we want you to say like, what's the vibe, you know, trying to feel them out. And then he just like went on the um, Thursday evenings taping and was just like, I've loved it, but um, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Time to move on. So, so I think like everyone basically found out at the same time. So like I, I just like, I can't imagine being a producer in the control room and watching this taping and then having Trevor Noah be like, so I loved hosting the show, but I think this is, um, I'm done. (laughs) It's always like, oh, the idea of it's kind of insane. And like, obviously like they'll go on, like they'll figure it out. But like Mm -hmm. the initial shock, I'm sure for people who work for that show was just like, I'm sure. Anytime like that, it's like, oh gosh, you know. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. It'll be A, interesting to see if they continue the show and B, if they do, who will be the next host? I don't know. Have someone that's a comic and can bring funniness to the role. What was good about Trevor Noah and of course, John Stewart. I mean, the legend who has just gone on now and is so devoted to, you know, 9-11 causes, which God bless him. Um, had that perfect um line of comedy but also seriousness and full grasp of political issues you gotta have you can't just hire a comic to do the show and you can't hire a yeah you've got to have someone who's like in the know understands the daily political things enough to explain it to people and make fun of it 
Exactly. So I'm like, and that's really interesting to make fun of it. Exactly. So we'll see about that. Okay. And then what's this I'm saying about he and Dua Lipa dating? Weren't that they were seen somewhere this week? Yeah. So apparently they they have been seen together. You know, canoodling. So apparently they're dating. Um, I don't think. Hold on. Let me just like double check. But I don't think anyone had. I don't think that either like themselves have um confirmed it that they're like together well it's saying what i've seen this week is yeah they, they were seen together no confirmed reports but yeah like this one from the cut um in new york magazine says trevor noah and dua lipa sure look cozy the pair were seen dining at a new new york city they're always on the ground floor oh i do see these Oh, okay. That's like they're wedding. I wonder if that couple's been on. You know what? I need to go to Dumois because I wonder if that couple's been on Dumois. I bet they have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the singer and the Daily Show host spark romance rumors. There's a picture of cozying up and kissing after intimate. Okay, the paparazzi photo I'm seeing is he's kissing, he's hugging her goodbye and kissing her on the cheek. I'm like, don't act like they were making out. When you say kissing, I'm like, <gasps> they were kissing. Yeah, it's like they're like, you know, tongue, you know, tongue out, tongue out, guns out, you know? Yeah, like, I'm like, like, oh. like, what is going on? Yeah. Okay, they look cute together. If they're friends, if they're dating, whatever, they look cute in the paparazzi photos. I do think Trevor Noah is a very attractive man. Yeah, I, um, I gotta be honest, I don't really know too much about him, but just looking at him, he's very attractive. He's very attractive. And he was with Minka Kelly, who I think is so gorgeous. Yeah, she's so cute. Okay, so in other relationship news, um, I have to bring it up because we've talked about it the past couple weeks. Um, but as of literally today, which is Tuesday, um, yes, Tom, today. Brady, Tom Brady and Giselle Buchan have allegedly hired divorce lawyers so that's just what page six says. And I got to be honest, I, when page six says something and they say via sources, they're not wrong. They're, yeah. they're usually never wrong. Yeah. Um, article, right? Cause you're right. Like, it's not like us magazine or any of those or like sources say we're nine times out of 10. It's like, it's not like it's on, yeah. And it's not like it's on like Dumois like Instagram story. And it's like, allegedly Tom and Giselle like have, you know, yeah, lawyers. It's, it's like, it's like, I mean, anyone could just DM and they could just post that, but it's literally it's on page, like page six is like sort like credit sources. Um, so it just, so their article just says Tom Brady and Giselle Buchan seem to be heading for the end zone. Both have retained divorce lawyers and multiple sources tell page six exclusively. As previously revealed, the couple has been living separately for the past couple months following an epic fight. And now they're apparently looking at dividing up their multi-million dollar empire. Um, and then they've got a quote from a source that says, I never actually thought this argument would be the end of them, but it looks like it is. The second quote is, I don't think there will be any coming back now. They have both talked to lawyers and have, and are looking at what a split will entail, who gets what and what the finances will be. And then I guess reps 
for both Brady and Buchan did not respond for comment. Um, and then it just goes on to say that insiders close the seven time Super Bowl champion who's 45 and the supermodel 42 who have been married since 2009 say both are very involved in their children's lives and would share joint custody in any separation. And then just to give a recap, their kids, Benjamin, 12, um, their daughter, Vivian, who is nine, and Brady, who was also the father of son, Jack. Oh, oh, yeah, Bridget. Oh, never here. mind. Okay, wait. That that line was like was written out really weird. Um, and then Brady also has um a son with his ex Bridget Moynihan, Jack, and he's fifteen. Um, oh, okay. Yes. So, oh my gosh! And then they would be splitting. Listen to this: twenty six million dollars in property assets. Lord Jesus. And then it says from 2021 to 2022, Brady's estimated overall net worth swelled. You're going to die. 100 from 180 million to 250 million dollars. Meanwhile, I'm over here returning a sweater to Amazon because I'm like, I got to get that $27 back. Like that sweater, <laughs> it just did not do it. Meanwhile, we're going on a trip next week. And before we started recording, Kaylee and I both were like, well, I guess we'll just order a bunch of clothes from Amazon. And then when we get back, just return it all. <laughs> right. Only way to live. It's just, and meanwhile, Tom's like, oh. you know what? And when Tom and I surely start dating after this divorce goes through, like, I'll talk to him about that. I'll be like, Tom, you need to understand how the regular people do it. Tom, you got to understand. We buy things on Amazon. We wear it once or twice. And then we return it within the 30 day window, of course. It's fine. Relax. Um, okay. So then listen to this. It will be very interesting to see if this divorce, if it truly definitely, you know, again, page six is kind of on the ground floor. If this is hundred percent true, if it starts happening mid season, or if they will wait till the end of the season to go public with this or just straight up move forward with the divorce. I know. I really, I don't know. Like part of me Part of me can see themselves never commenting, but then like, also like I, I've kind of have said that. And then like you guys have, you and Claire brought up the fact that Claire, that, um, oh my gosh, not Claire, Giselle did that interview and basically talked all about her relationship with Tom. So it's just very, yeah, it, that, that was, I, like, it makes me wonder like what's going to be out in the press. Yeah. What's going to come out and when, when will the timing be? If they do go through with the divorce, when A, will it happen? And B, when will they go public with it? Like, I just, not that there's a good time to go through a divorce, but if you're a man, but I mean, hell, she's been pissed about him going back to the NFL in a way. I'd be like, at least let him get through the season before this shit hits the fan. But I'm like, yeah, I don't really think she cares. <laughs> I think she's, yeah. you know, I think she's over it. I think she's over it. Which I think she has um, said. And honestly, you know, like even like a few years ago when, you know, people, when there was a lot of rumors that Giselle didn't like that he was still playing football and blah, blah, blah. I always, I never believed that because I just was like, I just feel like that's like unfairly picking on her mm-hmm. and like making her the villain in this scenario where it's like, maybe like, you know, like I just, 
I don't know. Like I never really fully believed that that was like the full story. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, damn, maybe it was. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, I don't know. Like maybe she just really, I, I, I really don't know, but, um, but so they've got a, okay. So listen to this home they purchased on the Indian Creek Island in Miami, um, in December of 2020, this was their most recent property purchase. And this, this home, they mm-hmm. were going to knock it down $17 million, 5,172 square foot, five bedroom mansion on a two acre lot. Um, and they were going to, they were going to, they knocked it down and we're going to build a new one, but that stalled because of their marital fallout. They also own a condo in Tribeca in New York. Mm-hmm that's valued at $3.6 million. And they own another property um, at developer Mike Meldman's Yellowstone Club in Montana that's valued at $5.7 million. It's gonna be hard, Jacqueline, for us to take over these properties when we- I mean, it's just the two of us. I mean, it's how I can't, I mean, I'm already a clean freak. I mean, I, I can't, there's only so many corners I can reach myself. It's too much. It's like, Tom, can we afford a housekeeper? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe even like a house cleaning team. Maybe a team. Maybe we have a team. It's just too much. Well, God bless can them. We, they can are. We maybe like add in like a wine cellar. <laughs> Uh, like I don't know if you've heard of I mean like where we're also going to put all the wine from the wine club you know guys we have the Tom I'll cover the wine club don't you worry I'll cover that okay if you cover literally everything else (laughs) here's the thing what if Tom if truly what if I'm you know they've I'm sure they've got other problems all couples do but if truly this football season was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back what if Tom lays a big egg this season and his team sucks? Like, what if they end up being horrible and lose everything this season? He's going to be like, well. I think if that's what he's got to eat crow. Yeah, I think he's going to be like, well, I guess I should have just taken the Super Bowl win and my drunk avocado tequila day on the water and just kept on moving. It makes me wonder if he has some sort of like contract clause where like if he plays to like a year in the contract, he gets like X amount of more money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. obviously he needs it. So I don't blame him, but <laughs> he does, he's hard up. Okay. I could have um, sworn yeah. that one of I could have sworn. Didn't one of the broadcast companies like offer him like a high dollar contract for when he wants to be a commentator oh yeah I've read multiple reports of that guaranteed I can't remember that was like a while ago they were like oh we'll just give you like 10 million like whenever you want to come like join us it's like like when when Peyton Manning stopped playing it was like okay it's not a question of if he's going to be an analyst it's going to be who pays him the most who's he going to you know work for same thing with they are two of the most experienced players and most 
revered. So it's like, everyone's going to listen to Peyton. Same thing, if not more with Tom Brady, like people want to hear from him. So he's going to have no problem, you know, securing whatever job he wants. So no, yeah. Hey, God bless him. God bless Giselle and Tom and their kiddos and the rest of their friends and family. And this has got to be tough and such a dynamic. I understand Lord. Yeah. Yeah. We're making, we're making light of their situation, but keeping everyone in mind because I know that's you know that's never an easy thing to do so that's for sure but and it's just like we I just want to know the dates we're we're all just from the outside like oh is it just over football but yeah family's a family and they just it just make me sad in a way because they're both just so gorgeous and they just seemed like this oh and they found each other and they're in love and they have this beautiful family and they both have these amazing careers and it's just yeah just really divorces are always sad but this one just seems, if it, they do go through it, I'm just kind of like, man, they kind of had it all. And it's just like, and now what? Like, yeah. What all- well, and part of me, part of me too, like wanted them to come out and just be like a big, like F you to like all the media that basically have been like perpetuating like these like supposed rumors. But now it's like, were they really rumors? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. there were like, other things that led to the end, but either way, I mean, it's, it's tough. That's very tough. It is. Um, yeah. So we'll see. And then, oh, something else we want to talk about. Such sad news. Uh, today, the day that we're taping on Tuesday, Loretta Lynn, news came out today that she passed away. Yeah. So she was, and she was 90 years old. So she lived a great life. Um, and, you know, they, her, the family said that um, she passed away in her sleep in her home. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was just, crazy I mean I was like reading this article earlier and it said that she had no formal music training but just sent you know spent time seeing her kids to sleep and was just like I don't know I just like I can't I can't like knowing where she came from and then who she was like that is just like the ultimate like I mean just such a legend and we've known you know legend yeah health for the last several years I feel like anytime we've heard of her and she's one of those celebrities it's like we knew the day was coming but still just heartbreaking when you finally hear it and yeah today when it just came out it was like oh no you know a Kentucky native yeah a woman who broke barriers and her career was what 60 years or something like that you know and had so many legendary hits but also like we said broke barriers for women especially in country music but also just women in general just like speaking out for women and being this badass woman like yeah you know and so I think definitely we're you know gonna all be listening to some of her biggest hits that's for sure this week but yeah it's something I've enjoyed and if you guys haven't done it yet like I've enjoyed specifically on Twitter but I'm sure you can look it up it's just all these old iconic photographs of her from when she was like a young woman and stuff and just like I'm like this bitch I'm like Loretta she's just just like yeah I'm the queen and I know it and you're gonna know it soon like that's like the look on her face in every picture yeah but just like from all accounts just a dear dear woman um yeah so I hated to hear that you know but it has been something you know that I think we knew was coming but yeah today it was just like oh Loretta Lynn, a legend, an absolute. I know. Um, Do you want to move on to favorite thing in self care? Yes. Well, I do want to update you on one thing really quick. So, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to rush rush the episode. 
No, you're fine. No, I just have one update last week before we get to favorites and self-care, which I do want to talk about too. But one update, remember last week I talked about what you and Claire could not identify with as um, not small-breasted women. I'd ordered those bras from the <gasps> oh, yeah. Pepper. Okay. okay, so I ordered two bras. One, they're just like regular kind of push-up bra. And then two, they're um, strapless bra that is billed as the strapless bra that doesn't fall down. Okay, I haven't worn it yet, but I tried it on and it's very promising, the strapless bra. It actually feels really good. If you are a small chested, I'm a 34B as I shared last week. I'm really enjoying it. This is bra brand pepper and they are truly geared to A and B cups. I am returning the push-up bra. It did not work for me. I had that over boob thing. Oh, I hate that. And that looks so bad in a, in a shirt too. It's like, yeah. And I was just like, and it said like, they make the cups like fit your chest more firm, like flush. And it was just too flush. It like pushed stuff up and it was just weird. So I'm returning yeah. that because I update you all. Cause I know there's a lot of small chested ladies out there too, that listen, did not like the regular bra, but the strapless bra, something about it, like the cups themselves were really soft and kind of moldable. It's kind of hard to explain, but then the actual body, like the, you know, part that goes around your rib cage, really soft and smooth, but also really snug as well. So I'm excited about the strapless bra, but did want to update you guys. And eh, I'm returning the other one, which is fine. Cause these bras were more expensive than Victoria's secret, which kind of, um, but honestly a good strapless bra, like you can never go wrong with that. So mm-hmm. like that, I'm really excited. I, I take that as a win for you. Yes, exactly. And so Jacqueline was talking about earlier, so we may or may not have a new episode for you all last week. We just go ahead and give you all an update because me, Jacqueline and Claire are all traveling for one of our best gals. Her wedding is next weekend in Charleston, South Carolina, and we are making a full trip of it. We're going to be gone all next week for the trip. We're going down doing the bachelorette day stuff during the week and then staying through the whole weekend and having a fantastic wedding week. We're going to try to squeeze an episode in while we're gone. Can't promise anything, but we will keep you guys up to date. But if we don't have an episode for whatever reason next week, just know we are living it up in Charleston, South Carolina. But again, hopefully we, maybe we can even squeeze in a mini episode or something. Yeah. Maybe we can do like a quick, like, no, like, yeah, just a quick, like, oh my God, we're together and holding hands. (laughs) First time we've been together since Claire moved to Texas in December. You know what? Unless things get crazy, we got to at least type of mini episode where we're just talking about little, all- at least a little some some for just yeah, for so what now that I thought about it because it will be the first time we have seen Claire in person since she moved home to Texas in December it's October so, and we yeah. see her we're used to seeing her very very frequently so it's in 10 months weird. What even if we can't do a full episode, we are going to be busy, busy next week. Even with all the fun, we can, we got to do a little something. But yeah. I'm excited to wear uh, that pepper bra with some of the bachelorette week or bachelorette day activities and outfits we're going to be wearing. So I'm like, I will put it to the test on the trip, and we oh yeah. perfect. Hey. Anyway, okay, yeah, but yay next week! I'm so excited. Yeah, Claire was back because obviously we miss her this week. But yeah, in person. Oh my gosh, I didn't even really thought about that. Yay! It's going to be so yay. fun. I know. I'm so excited. I'm too. I know. I, I, I literally like, yeah, I can't wait. I was, I, I gotta say though, like I do this thing before I go out of town and two, like, I just was thinking about like, um, at work, like not only the stuff that I have to do this week, but the stuff that I have to do the week after I come back, you know? Oh, and I kind of uh-huh. started to like stress myself out because I was like, oh my God, like I have to make sure like this, 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 and this is like done before I leave. And I'm like, okay, like 
I'm not a first responder. Like it's going to be okay. Like I'm literally planning to events. Like it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. But still, you know, I, I like, I kind of had to like talk myself off a ledge. Like, okay. Like it's only Tuesday at 2 PM. Like we're good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. I have been in a full tailspin the last several days, just like panicking about, I love going on trips and stuff, but yeah, I'm the same, like trying to get through work this week, then planning for the trip next week, then thinking about the week I get back. I'm like, yeah. Well, and like, I just really just try to think ahead because I hate coming back from being out of town and then being like, Oh my God, I have to like clean the house and do all this laundry. And then I have all this work to do tomorrow. Like, I don't, I hate that feeling. I, I like dread that feeling so much. And like, so like every time before I leave from out of town, like I clean everything, I clean my sheets. I like do all this stuff. Like I just like try to prepare as much as I can. So when I come back, it's like a life adjustment. So I just was like, I kind of got this little knackering to make a to-do list. And then I, it stressed me, it really stressed me out. So yeah. So anyway, so that's why I'm having a glass of wine tonight because I was like really stressing out for like no reason at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. But you know what? One day at a time. Yeah. It's going to be fine. Like I'm going to be fine. It's going to be good. Everything's going to go smoothly. Yeah. I'm trying to tell myself not even just one day at a time. I'm trying to tell myself like one hour at a time right now. Cause I'm oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <sighs> okay. So let's get to got to. Yes. Okay. So let's get to favorites and self-care. You want to go first this week? Yeah, I can go first. Knock us off. So, okay. So my favorite thing this week is, you know, obviously the weather right now, 2 PM, yes. it's like 70 ish, maybe give or take degrees. Right. Mm-hmm. But you know what? That chill at night and that chill in the morning has in, has me in a chilly mood. So um, I, <laughs> I bought, I got stuff to make white chicken chili and I'm going to make it tomorrow. And I cannot wait. I'm so excited. I love white chicken chili, but I make mine creamy and I add jalapenos and I'm so excited. Um, I don't know. It's just like my favorite thing. I'm like really pumped about. Do you do yours in the crock pot? Do you do it on the stove? Uh Yeah. But so then since we're going to be out of town next week, my thinking is that I'm going to do it in the crock pot and then freeze like half of it oh good idea oh yeah come back I have like I don't immediately I'm like I need to do all the stuff and go to Kroger it's like okay I have like at least a couple days of like lunch maybe Mm -hmm. so uh, yes that's what I'm gonna do when I get back but um but yeah I'm really looking forward to making that um yeah, and I will post about it when I make it and maybe share the recipe. Because I made dinner Monday life. night. Monday night, I made um, this sweet potato skillet that has like ground turkey. And it's kind of like, I don't want to say it's kind of like a Mexican like turkey skillet because it's not really, but I guess it kind of is because it has bell peppers and like taco like seasonings in it. And then um, uh- like, sweet potatoes but it's so good and it's so easy to make um so I will post I, I sent the I wrote the recipe out of what I do and I um and I sent it to like a couple of people that had responded but I will like post it so you can screenshot it if you would like yeah um, 
story and I've seen you make that before and it always looks so good because I anything of sweet potatoes I'm like I mean I'm same but I just really like it because it's so easy to make all the ingredients that are that are in it are really cheap and it's just really high in protein so it's like you eat like Mm -hmm. even just a little bowl of it and I feel like so full oh yeah yeah and especially if you're working out always trying to get that protein in so that's awesome okay cool Yeah. yeah Yeah, for sure. And then the white chicken chili, because I, my mom used to make white chicken chili a lot when I was younger and I haven't had it in a while, but I'll order it at restaurants. If it's ever on the menu. Oh, I'm getting a cup of it. That or she oh, crab yeah. soup. Getting it. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So please share that. Oh, that sounds so good. Yum. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm like dreaming about it. I'm going to come home tomorrow on my lunch break and throw everything in the crock pot. And then when I come home for dinner, it's ready. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> This is the adult life. <laughs> We're like, right? I can't wait for my soup. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wait for my soup and to clean. <laughs> and then oh my-, um, my favorite or my self-care of the week is um, my full face gel mask that I put in the freezer. Um, it ba- You basically look like Michael Myers while wearing it, but it's yeah. all frozen. Uh-huh. It's all little frozen gel balls. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I love it, but I've been wearing it. I will come downstairs, let my dog out and throw that on my face. And I don't know, it just wakes me up like right before I go run to a workout class. And I just feel like less groggy, I guess, immediately. I don't know. I've been really loving it lately. So I always have loved it, but I'm like really in the, like, I haven't put that on my face yet today. Kind of, kind of mood. So yeah. (laughs) For sure. <laughs> I love it. Well, Haley, what about you? What's your favorite? What's your favorite thing of the week? All right. I got two favorites and these are strong favorites this okay. week. So just to share these. And one, I kind of have meant to share for several weeks and then kept forgetting when it would come time to write a favorite. I'd be like, I'd come up with something else or I'd have something else that was more on my mind. This is a product that I've been using for two months and it's made a huge difference, like almost an annoyingly positive difference. Okay. okay. Grande Lash. <gasps> I've heard great things. My favorite blogger uses it. Okay. I did not believe the hype. I've had friends that use Latisse. It's that eyelash enhancer serum that's supposed to help them grow long. Yeah, I've heard Latisse and Grande Lash. Yeah. So Grande Lash, I was given a free sample by um, Plastic Surgeons of Lexington, which is a plastic surgeon's office we work with on our show. And I got a free sample of it or a free full tube of it several months ago from them. And they said, use it for two months. You're going to see a huge difference. Well, I just kept forgetting to use it. So finally about July of this year, I finally started using it every single night as part of my nighttime routine. And literally it's like a clear gel, but at the end of your makeup or at the end of your skincare routine at night, you just like take it out, put it on kind of like you would liquid eyeliner. You just kind of put it on base of your lashes on top. So you don't put on your lashes. It's just like, basically like, is it like on your eyelid, like on the lash kind of? And I pull my eye out and put it on my lashes, but it's almost as if you're doing like a really tight line of like black liquid eyeliner. Like you're doing it on your lashes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay. Across the bottom of your eyelid on top of the lashes. Okay. Um, So I've been doing that every night. Oh, I swear all of a sudden one day I was like, <gasps> my lashes are so long right now. The longest they've ever been in my life. Well, and I've took a nap this afternoon, so they're probably messed up. Okay. But- no, honestly, no, they really, 
they do look long. Like and they those are, are just your lashes. You don't have any strips on them or anything. No, that's just them. Oh my like, God. They're so long. So in two months, and I guess it's been about three months now, I put it on every night. Now it's to the point that I say, once they're fully done, you can, you only have to put it on like twice a week or something. The hype is real, everyone. Like my lashes now are so long. And like I said, almost annoyingly long because every time I put mascara on, no matter how careful I am, I get mascara on my like lid, which is fine. You know, I let it dry and then wipe it off 30 seconds later with like a makeup brush. But oh my gosh. So Grande Lash, try it out. The annoying thing about it is it does take a minute, but I've been using it two or three months and I've seen the biggest difference in just my lash length and volume. So now when I put mascara on, it's just, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So Grande Lash, thank you. It's that gold tube. Okay. Um, it is worth every penny. And thank you to our friends at Plastic Surgeons of Lexington for gifting me that. And thank you, Haley, for finally using a product. I'm bad about a product that I'm like, oh, I'll try this. And it says like in two to three months, you'll see results. After like a week, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I just like forget it exists sometimes. Yes. Well, for some reason I stuck with it and I'm glad I did because it has made a huge difference. That's so, awesome. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it at I think Sephora, or if you're not Sephora, I think Ulta, you can get it at a ton of places. Um, and then the other thing that I just purchased, because I got a sample of it and I loved it so much is a new eye cream that I'm using from Ulta. It's the It Cosmetics Confidence in a Cream Eye Cream. Okay. This has come up on like my, I've seen this um, in my little, like, I don't know, like it comes up on my homepage on my Ulta app all the time. Yeah. So I got a sample of it and used it. I love it. My favorite kind of eye creams, and I kind of forgot, are like a balm. You know, they'll be like a lotion or a cream or something. This yeah. I a cream a couple years ago by Lancome that was a balm, and I just love the way it feels. This is a balm. It is so nice. It is $39, but it's a pretty big pot of it, and you just need a little bit. I am loving it. I don't, I've only been using it a short time, so I don't know if it's having like, you know, compound effects and actually making a difference or anything, but I think it costs oh, but just the luxury of putting it on, it just feels so good, which for me is half the reason I use an eye cream. It's just a nice ritual to do. So I'm all about the eyes this week with the It Cosmetics, Confidence in a Cream Eye Cream and the Grande Lash. Getting in there, baby. Getting in there. And then my self-care this week is um, none whatsoever because I'm a basket case and I've been all over the place lately. And mainly I'm just <laughs> I fell out and saying I got to get back get back at it. I've been all over the place lately. I have no routine. I am not doing any self-care whatsoever. I'm basically just flying by the seat of my pants and trying to make it through every day. And I hate this and I am miserable in it. And it just happens sometimes. And truly as a woman, it's so annoying to blame it on your hormones, but this happens to me about a full week, every single month. I feel like my life is a disaster and I can't keep it together. And I have too many responsibilities and I can't keep a routine. And then suddenly magically one day that feeling is over. Uh-huh. So I know what I'm in the middle of, um, and it's annoying and I'm just trying to accept that that's what it is, but it's hard to remember every month. Oh yeah, this is biological, but I'm making it harder on myself by not. By being just, like really mad. Yeah. I'm just mad and I'm making it worse by just then intentionally not taking care of myself. So I'm just like calling myself out and having compassion on myself. Like, yo, it's biological. It's science. My body is having these hormone changes because of the time of the month. So I can't beat myself up. I'm not just a lazy idiot that can't get stuff done. Truly. This is out of my control, but I just need to accept that and do the best. (laughs) Yes. I just need to accept that I'm doing the best that I can. And one day at a time, one hour at a time, 
I don't have to be perfect. No one's coming to grade me or tabs on me. I just need to do what makes me feel good. And so tonight I'm a glass of wine, doing a podcast with one of my best friends. And then as soon as I get off here, I may have a little more nip of wine and then I'm going to go to bed, get in the bed and read a book and go to sleep. Oh, hell yeah. You read, are you reading anything uh, good lately? What you reading? I actually just started. Well, I actually haven't started. It's sitting on my nightstand because for once I have an actual, actual physical book. Cause when I was on vacation with my mom or with my family about a month ago, the beach house where we stayed, my mom had brought a bunch of books and then gave me one. And it's by the same author, Rebecca Searle that wrote in, um, what's the main one? She in wrote? five years, in five Here. years. This one is called, why am I blanking on it? It's what literally sitting on no, no, it's not that one either. It's called like, um, crap. I can't, cause I know you'd be excited. Cause I know you um, love it. It's called like good and good company or the dinner list, the dinner list. Oh yeah. I liked that one. You've read it. That okay. One, yeah. I, I read that one yeah, because need, like a couple, yeah, that one, um, not as great yeah. as the other, but still good. Yeah, it wasn't as good as the other ones, but I think that if I had read that, like spread out, okay. I think I would have been like a. I think I would have really liked it, but I think because I read it so close to in five years, I was like, it just, I can't love it as much. <laughs> yeah, in five years cannot be topped. One Italian summer cannot <sighs> be, and so this I'm just excited. Yeah, The Dinner List by Rebecca Searle. I'm excited because I know she's a fantastic author. And I'm just kind of excited. It has been a long time since I've read an actual physical book. I'm constantly reading digital. I read on my Kindle or I read on the Libby app on my phone. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to worry about bringing a book. But when my mom gave it to me, I was kind of like, oh, like, ooh. So yeah, so I just, um, it's on my nightstand because I'm planning on starting it tonight when I get into bed, even if I just make it through one chapter. I'm like, you know what? That's the self-care level I'm on right now. I'm just trying to. Oh, yeah through, but I'm excited, you know, cause I'm like, I used to love reading actual physical books because I was always obsessed with at the end of a night of reading, closing it and turning I'm the book heading. and seeing, Oh, look how much I read. <laughs> yeah, like, Ooh, like how many, how, well, how much have I read? Like, Oh yeah. That's like, that's, um, so anyways, I'm excited about that. So Rebecca Searle, big fan of the podcast, Rebecca, thank you so much for being such a fantastic awesome. fan. Rebecca, we love you. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on with me this week. Favorites in self-care. Um, yeah. So look that's at us. us. Look at us. Look at us. We miss you, Claire. We love you. Okay. You know what? So yeah, you're right. We will film or record some type of, even if it's a mini episode next week and we are all three in person together for the first time since December of last year, we will record something and keep you guys and gals that listen up to date on what we're doing in Charleston next week when we are on a trip for our friend's wedding. Yeah. Charleston amazing tweet at us dm us whatever let us know if there's anything in um charleston we're gonna be busy all week with wedding stuff but we are gonna have a little downtime let us know if there's a coffee shop a restaurant a bar somewhere we need to visit that's your absolute favorite yeah we're de- we um i think we, yeah we are always looking for recommendations um especially of, like non-touristy places um yeah so yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, holla at your girls. Follow the A Block Pod on Instagram. That's our Gmail as well. If you have a long form question or comment, the A, the a Block Pod at gmail.com. And then follow Jacqueline and I um, on Instagram. Claire went dark. And so she only has a private Instagram. Don't get offended. She just keeps it for friends and family only, as she has said. Claire is a long time advocate. Said, 
no long-time advocate of hate uh, social media she's good on that so so you know what she is just a personal lady now and that is totally fine but Jacqueline and I are open season baby <laughs> from always your- open season always open <laughs> follow us send us a dm um We'd love to hear from you. And then we always respond on the A Block um, Instagram as well. That's the way you can get in touch with both of us and Claire as well. We all three have access to it. So, Um, but anyway, thank you all so much for listening. Hope you're having a great week thus far. Hang in there. Don't be too hard on yourself as Jacqueline and I are trying to practice this week. Uh, One day at a time, one hour at a time. (laughs) And, um, you know, just another note, if you're taking melatonin, read the serving size. Yes, please. That's what we've learned. Please. Okay. Your local gyms that you signed up for classes for in the morning will thank you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, I love okay, it. Okay. Well, goodbye, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply